0: The Hub is a community. Manuscript,
1: book and print cultures, stamping problems. You are
0: listening to a podcast by the Trinity Long Longmore Hub Arts and Humanities Research Institute. The Hub is a space celebrating ten years through the
2: community. Created by Start Coral Zillian.
0: Change the Hub is about impact. The Hub is for everyone.
1: Um, hello everybody, a cordial welcome to all of you. My name is Dr. Clemens Rutner. I'm the Director of Research with the School of Languages, Literatures, and Cultural Studies, uh, on whose behalf I'm uh, chairing its first research seminar in the second term, Hillary term, as it is called uh, at uh, Trinity College Dublin. Um, Today, we're going to have a book launch, uh, not a talk uh, in the classical way, but rather a book launch. Um, we have um, two guests uh, tonight, uh, we have uh, the author of a, a new, uh, or it's not upcoming, it has uh, just been published, a, a wonderful monograph on Walter Benjamin and uh, film, um, whenever I see this book i I wonder why this book hasn't been around for ages, because you know this is really It fills a gap in not only in Vita-Benjamin studies, but also in film studies and in cultural studies in general. So it is a great pleasure to welcome the author here, uh, Dr. Daniel Morenza, um, a Spanish colleague who joined Trinity College uh, a a while ago um, for its uh, Hispanic department. he will be in conversation and uh, it's a a special pleasure to welcome Dr. Sebastian Toskolaski, a former colleague of ours. Um, I bet uh, many of you uh, listening now uh, still know him. Uh, He used to be with the German department uh, of our school um, and Dr. Toskolaski is with uh, King's College London nowadays. So we have a sort of insular um, summit uh, today uh, on Walter Benjamin. Uh, Please uh, don't mind, I hope you don't mind uh, if I uh, pronounce him the German way as he should be. So Walter Benjamin and film, uh, I'm really excited. We have almost 100 uh, people uh, in our virtual uh, lecture theater and this is wonderful, this is a record and this is the first uh, research seminar of our school Um, this term and it's really a wonderful kickoff. I'm really excited uh, to have you all here and in particular the two uh, speakers uh, who will now engage in their dialogue. Welcome, the floor is yours.
0: Okay, well thank you very much. Uh, Can everybody hear me okay? Good stuff. All right. Well. Uh, Thank you, Daniel, and uh, also Clemens, for uh, inviting me today to help launch uh, this really, I think, extraordinary uh, book. I really am very pleased to be back, even if it's only virtually at um, Trinity. Uh, And congratulations, Daniel, once more on the publication of this very fine book. Um, Daniel and I have prepared a few kind of loosely organized talking points for our conversation about Walter Benjamin's aesthetics of film. Um, and they range from sorts of general questions about the intentions and the structure of the book uh, to some more specific follow-up queries on you know, particular films and authors and philosophical as well as political issues that occupied or preoccupied Benjamin. And I hope um, that they'll give those of you who haven't had a chance to read this book yet, um, a taste of the kind of range uh, and I think appeal of the research uh, that undergirds it. So. Um, with a view to leaving plenty of time for questions at the end. I suggest, Daniel, that we dive right in. Um, So maybe to begin with, it's worth mentioning, there's a wonderful passage early in the book where you outline what exactly you take to be the centrality of film, yeah? um, For Benjamin's overall project. And I've got a little quote here, if you permit me, I'm gonna read that out. You write on page 16, I want to show that while the texts devoted entirely or partially to film may seem incoherent and fragmentary, they form part of a single project. To define film as a privileged medium in which humans could rehearse a better relationship with technology. This is not to say that all these writings form a coherent whole, given that fractures, turning points and inconsistencies appear throughout Benjamin's writings. Nonetheless, threads run through each of these texts that show Benjamin's interest in film to be not a subsidiary subject, okay, as is sometimes claimed, but a pivotal phenomenon to theorize other concerns central to his oeuvre, such as the possibility of experience in modernity, the creation of a collective body, and the mediation, qua medium, not means, of technology. And I wonder if you could just start us out by fleshing out this point for us a little bit, why?
2: First of all, uh, let me uh, thank you for uh, the introduction and as well like for your nice uh, words about like the book that you know I mean they mean a lot to me and as well uh, welcome to everyone I can see that there are like lots of friends from all over the world so um, I mean I'm happy even I mean that we could do this online even if I don't have like the option many of, the, of you and go for a beer after like the talk. But I can see like so many people and so many friends in here, which is, is great that we can have like this um, opportunity. So why film? Um, I mean, first of all, I was interested in understanding like all these different uh, writings on film by, by Benjamin. I mean, obviously, like many people have read the work of art in the age of easternological reproducibility, but there are like other like shorter text and, and, and my plan, my aim, I mean, I'm coming from uh, film studies. It was like to understand uh, like this engagement of Benjamin with um, with film. But if you start like to pull like in uh, in this text, you understand that actually uh, like uh, all these like texts they have to do with many other concerns uh, that Benjamin has, other parts of his philosophy. And actually, when he started like to to write about film in 1927, first about Soviet film, later I was chaplain. You can see that there are like many concerns which come from before, and particu- particularly about like the relationship of humans to technology and humans to nature through technology. And why is film so important? And this is what I uh, found out. Is it, at the end, uh, film, as I, I say in that quote, becomes for Benjamin a privileged uh, medium in which like uh, humans can sort of like incorporate technology into their own body a sort of like collective body which is an idea which is coming from before from uh, the early uh, 20s in outline of the physical, of physical problem and the arena of, of cinema uh, spectatorship of cinema reception is particularly important because Benjamin thought that actually like the technology the film technology was a non-instrumental technology or could be. And this depends as well in terms of representation. So it could be like this non-instrumental technology that Benjamin wanted like people to incorporate into to their own bodies. So we have like this sort of post-human constellation in, in, in here. And he thought that by incorporating like this non-instrumental technology because second technology other times, we could um, have a better, relationship to the world through or rather in because as as I said uh, it's more like a medium even a space technology for for Benjamin we could have a better relationship to each other to the nature and to the world in in general so that's why uh, Fermatian becomes like such an important um, aspect of Benjamin's philosophy and especially about his ideas on technology
0: Okay, fantastic, thanks for that, Daniel. Um, If I may just follow up on two things you said there, yeah, uh, for our general edification. Um, You mentioned two two words that I think are are important, maybe for unpacking Benjamin's, uh, the connection between Benjamin's, uh, let's call them aesthetic concerns and his political ones. You talked about non-instrumentality and you talked about collectivity.
2: I think we have like some problems with the connection. Can you repeat the question, please?
0: Oh dear, I'm sorry. Um, I was asking, um, following up on what you just said, can you hear me better now? Yes. Yeah, um, if you could follow up and say a few more words about non-instrumentality and collectivity, which struck me as kind of key words in what you just said a minute ago.
2: Yeah, Um. as I said, I mean, uh, probably like Benjamin is starting like, this idea that we can um, form sort of like collective body in um, um, like this text, which is from the early twenties, line of the psychophysical psychophysical um, problem, and 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 he says that actually in technology a collective body can be created, and in that and, and that's why I think he's understanding technology as a um, as a um, um as a space i mean it's like a medium but medium as opposed to means so he thinks like this uh that uh, in technology we can not only create like this sort of collective body but we can even incorporate uh nature i mean he's talking about like living and non-living beings. so it's uh, a way of creating a sort of like um collective uh, body in which we can have a better relationship with each other and more healthy. Then he develops this with the concepts of first technology and second technology. So for Benjamin, first technology is a sort of like technology that we understand in sort of, I mean, in tr- instrumental um, ways but He calls it as well, um, sort of like imperialist way. So we use technology in order to master nature. And he's saying this at the end, what is doing is basically to exploit other people because master, by mastering nature, we master other human beings. So they enjoy exploiting other human beings. So what we need is to understand technology instead of a mastery of nature as the mastery of the relationship of human beings with nature. Okay, so what he said is that thanks like to like this non-instrumental technology we can have a better relationship to each other and uh to nature and he thought that actually like technology can provide a lot of like um a lot of like imp- improvements like to um to human life uh, but like the way and the question and i think this is a very important question in Benjamin, is what type of technology we can adapt to our own bodies and, and 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 here's where like i mean film is quite important but not only film as well I mean he's like developing all this um, uh, conception about technology, which I think it has a lot of resonance in terms of like some ecological problems that we have today about the idea of non, non, uh, not understanding uh, technology only as the master of nature.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, I, that That's interesting what you say about how the humankind nature relationship is kind of rehearsed or recast. Or rethought in the medium of technology, and that film somehow plays a central role in in this. So the stakes are high. Yeah, this is not just about Benjamin's writings that are pointedly on, you know, uh, moving images on cellulose. Right. This is uh, much more. At the time, I would say. Um, listen, I have a second uh, question prepared. If you uh, if you'll permit, um, I was wondering, or thinking rather but one of the um, achievements of your book is that it operates, I think on, you know, a few different overlapping registers. I think that follows on nicely from the points you were just making. Um, I think at the specific level of kind of Benjamin scholarship, you know, micro, micro, and um, you draw together a range of kind of disparate sets, uh, different texts and uh, con- and concepts and figures um, that, you um, Uh, Benjamin has in regards to to film. Uh, At a second level, maybe relating more to your background in film studies, you, I think, very convincingly situate Benjamin in the wider sort of film theoretical landscape of his time, especially in the Weimar, in the Soviet and in the French contexts. And at a more general philosophical level, you make quite an interesting case, I think, for the continued political, I guess, relevance of what you call an aesthetics of film. quite pointedly, I think. Um, And I wonder if you could help us parcel these out a bit and explain their connections. How do you see your book in the context of uh, of Benjamin scholarship on the one hand film studies on the other. And what do you think Benjamin's legacy is for thinking about the relationship between aesthetics and politics today.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. So, first of all, um, and Actually, addressing what Clement said and, and and you as well were commenting is why this book hasn't been written yet. I mean, um, I have to say that I mean we have like this uh, beautiful, uh, excellent book uh, by Miriam Hansen, which is called Cinema Experience, which is about um, Krakauer, Adorno, and Benjamin on, on cinema, and, and I see about like um, I think like four or five chapters to Benjamin, which are based on um, some articles that uh, see. Um, I mean, she published before. So what I'm, I'm doing, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, like this book is indebted to, I mean, to her. So what I'm trying to do is like obviously putting all these like um, putting all this together and trying to develop as well like some points that um, she suggested but she didn't develop. For example, um, she suggested that uh, we can understand um, Chaplin as a sort of return of the allegorical modernity that i'm developing in chapter four and um, is even a suggestion as well that we can understand mickey mouse a human figure which is something that i develop as well and i'm trying as well um, to understand like co- cohesively like all the like different uh, writings by benjamin and i place uh, for example a lot of like centrality to the concept of in innovation i think is like so important in benjamin I and mean, in-, in this sense how is this contributing to the scholarship on Benjamin? In many ways, obviously so really in terms of understanding better, like these writings on film, as I say, understanding them as a sort of project, but a project that belongs to a broader project. And, and, and maybe like my question is, why it hasn't been written a book about Benjamin and technology, which as I said, is like a broader one. But really, I mean, we have like the, I mean, uh, Esther Leslie has, um, has uh, has worked on that a lot, and, and I'm as well very much indebted in to to her and to her work. Uh, but I think like this is as well like contributing like to to that broader like side of uh, Benjamin's philosophy. His works because I'm trying to understand some uh, concepts that are like really important in Benjamin's writing, some film, uh, such as I said innovation, but as well like for second technology, for some second, second nature uh i mean like the optical unconscious and the relationship of film to a form of allegory so i'm trying to develop like all these uh, different um, concepts which is something i do in in chapter one i'm trying to understand not only like the, i mean like benjamin's writing on film what he wanted to do why he was interested in this uh in these writings but as well how they relate i mean like to his um, overall like uh, philosophy and then in terms of like film studies, I mean like the reader of the book will find that actually, I mean, I, I compare and I bring up like the work of many other like authors on, on, on film, film theory, what is now called like classical film theorists, such as Fela Ballas, Rudolf Anheim, and um, Acerstein, but as well like other like authors that were like talking about film like Bertolt Brecht or Howard and as well I'm talking about, uh, I'm sort of like comparing what Benjamin said with other like German speaking um, film critics and, and, and this is like really interesting because if, if you look at like the film criticism of like the 1910s and 20s I mean they use a similar, a similar vocabulary which is really uh, very related to uh, technology and they, they use like thrills, shocks astonishment um, as well like um, they're talking about how, how they um, they impact on the nerves which is very similar then like to the concepts that Benjamin is, is using as well to refer like to film. so in that sense I think there like many similarities that I try to uh, um, to put um, to put together but I, I've been like talking Film theory and film criticism, and why I think that we cannot understand like this writings as film theory or film criticism. I mean, we can, in a way. I mean, there are like a couple of texts by Benjamin which can, can be conceived of as uh, film criticism, uh, but not all of the text. And then film theory. I mean, he never tried to um, write. Um, consistently like a, a major work, which could be considered as like film theory. So that's why I'm, I'm trying to address like these uh, writings as film aesthetics or like more loosely as aesthetics of film. Why? And here we have to understand not aesthetics in the traditional classical ta- uh, I mean, sense of uh, um, the, the philosophy of, of beauty, but in the radical sense in the radical meaning of like aesthetics that actually benjamin is asking us to to think it which is as a sensation or perception so for benjamin aesthetics is very much related to the way we perceived and what he's trying to understand in in the film when he um, analyzes film is that we have changed in the um the way that we received art so if like more classical art we receive art by contemplation and with only with a sense of sight at two meters of distance at least success in in one text now with film like this uh, reception is much more corporeal corporeal. so it's not only with for him it's not only with the eyes it is with all the uh, with all the body and what happens according to benjamin is that i mean this is not only changing our perception i mean like the way we perceive art But it's even changing, film is changing our, like modern technologies, changing our sensory, our senses. So there's something anthropological about this. And when uh, Benjamin is talking about aesthetics, he's talking about the medium of film, but he also thinks that actually like film is more like prone to some sort of like uh, representation. So he's as well interested in, issues of representation. How we represent like a collective, how we represent like spaces, and and, and this is his come when he's talking about film, when he's talking about, about Charlie Chaplin, and as well when he's uh, talking about German film or uh, Mickey Mouse.
0: Yeah. Uh, I uh, was towards the end there about aesthetics as not primarily something contemporary. Even of you know, seeing, viewing art in this sense. And I'm going to try to stop my video because my connection is a bit unstable. Can you hear me better now?
2: I can hear you well, yeah,
0: no. okay. yeah. Okay. Good. So I'm going to try to keep my camera off for a moment, save the bandwidth. Um, I was uh wondering if you might be able to say a few more words about the connection between this reworking or rethinking of aesthetics and the connection to benjamin's materialism which kind of I think uh, most pointed around the time that he wrote many of his famous works on on film that seems to be an important and also politically kind of salient uh, connection maybe you could say a little bit more about that
2: mm-hmm. yeah exactly i mean what Benjamin uh, Benjamin is actually calling a new like concept which is anthropological materialism. So it's like this sort of like new brand of, of, of materialism. And I think I mean this is sort of like a latent concept in the sense that he never uh, defines like very clearly what is anthropological materialism. He introduced it in the essay on surrealism from 1929. Then he mentions that as well in the Present uh, social situation of uh, the French writer, and this as well like a section in the Arcas project, uh, which is um, entitled uh, "A Materialism Sex." But he doesn't give a definition. Actually, one that uh, he gives in the first like two um, two articles is something li- like um, a mix a mixture of political materialism and physical creatureliness So I mean like. This is obviously like quite vague, but then we have a better definition uh, when actually Adorno, paradoxically, is criticizing uh, Benjamin for using like this concept of anthropological materialism, and he says this is as if, like the body, represents for you like the measure of all concreteness. But this is interesting because I think what um, Benjamin is doing is that basically for him, like the body sort of like a a phenomenological and as well epistemological source of point of departure and we have here uh because i think what he's trying to understand is like the body historically i understand like the body is not only like the individual body but as well a collective social body and uh he's trying to understand that uh historically and obviously anthropologically how it 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 is transformed and how it's transformed by history, but as well by technology. So we can see, for example, in Experience on Poverty in The Storyteller, he's talking about how like the tiny uh, human body is sort of like, um, affected by, by the First World War. But then as well, um, uh, he's obviously, when he's talking about, about, about uh, cinema, he's very much uh, interested in like this transformation, how technology, modern technology is transforming like the human body or the senses, as I said. So like, there's like this relationship of like the aesthetics, like the change of of aesthetics. One in which, I mean, we have sort of like a distance from the body to the uh, artwork. And other one in which actually we are almost like part of like the artwork. And and, and Benjamin is first sort of of like analyzing these sort of like, um closing distance between the spectator and the artwork when he talks about surrealism he's talking about that as well but he says that actually film does this like more naturally and in a way we are confronted with the images but he says as well that we absorb and and we he's talking about a sort of like collective audience we absorb like the images on a screen onto our own bodies Okay, and this is quite—it's um, quite interesting actually. When he's talking about Mickey Mouse, and he's talking about how, um, because of like the, the the music and the sounds of Mickey Mouse, which was called like Mickey Mouse, and actually like this synchronization of movement and sound, he's saying that actually is bringing all the different like uh, perception and reception like together, because like the audience is moving with the images. Okay, so we have here um, a quite sort of like interesting way of understanding like the material uh, body of the audience but as well like if we understand like broader how like um the social body sort of like receives and um and integrates like uh, technology so we can understand as well like the, the historical changes but as well like the political changes and here it is really important like the sort of like technology we received and as well, how is technology used in film? So that's why, for example, in uh, chapter three, which is about German cinema, uh, Benjamin is very much um, uh, worried about like the reception of technology in Germany, And actually he's sort of like blaming like the use uh, that like the Nazis are doing with uh, technology, Understanding as well, like technology as mastery of not only nature, but all the, all the human beings. And, and, and I'm trying to read like this as well in some of like the, the films that were made at the time. And I'm starting, for example, when he's discussing with Bernard uh, Reich, is uh, discussing the reception of metropolis. And then I'm trying to understand as well, this idea of, of, of the, the, the understanding of technology in, Germany, in the environment Germany. And how is that represented in the film, uh, uh, the film Metropolis? So I think that like um, through like this concept of anthropological materialism, we can understand uh, many things about how uh, humankind is receiving and adapting technology into, the, into its own body. Okay, so obviously this has like many and clear like political consequences.
0: Yeah, how interesting, thanks for that. Uh, I love that passage in um, poverty and experience that you refer to, you know, with uh, the fragile, tiny human body and all the destructive torrents flowing through it, right, the generation of uh, people that had still gone to school in a uh, horse-drawn, you know, um, a tram or whatever the... phrasing is yeah this is this is nice I I mean really I think this concept of anthropological materialism is 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 so central and I really appreciate how you you've drawn together all these different you know fragments and strands of Benjamin's thinking uh, and put this business about film kind of under that heading I think that's that's productive and helpful and as you say it seems to me to resonate um, even today despite the fact that some of these film discourses from the 1930s are bound to you know, feel a little antiquated in some respects simply by dint of the fact that the technology is the best part of a hundred years old now, right? Um, but yeah, t- um, terrific. Uh, listen, I, I have another um, question prepared if you don't, I think it follows neatly from some of what you've been saying. Um, you start out early in the book by suggesting that Benjamin is not what you would call a connoisseur of, of film, right? And you mentioned earlier that uh, um, his film criticism or what you might call film criticism Proper is is in a sense um, limited, uh, and that these are you know rather, but nonetheless, and um, you have um, you know to devoted to specific um, films, and interesting, and one of them, is Charlie Chaplin. would to say a few words about how you see you know the role of Chaplin in, in Benjamin's thinking, so to speak.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it doesn't come as a, um, as a surprise that uh, Benjamin was interested in Chaplin because I mean, many intellectuals at that time were, I mean, among them, like some of, of his friends, like Bertrand uh, Brecht, uh, but as well, we have like Bela Balazs, uh, we have Esterstein, um, we have like the Surrealist, I mean, so we had like many intellectuals at that time, especially like intellectuals from like the left who were like really interested in, in um in in Chaplin, my question actually is why he's not like mentioning Bastard keaton and and why do i mean this because he was very interested in slapstick first of all because it was representing a playful relation with a technology so what slapstick is doing first of all is basically uh, like sort of playing with like this and the way we uh, received receive like technology. And, and I, I mean like all like the the, the films uh, by by Chaplin and not only in modern times, but before like modern times. I mean uh w- we have like many many films we can understand or we can see how like the little trunk of of Chaplin is is um, has a lot of like problems with, with technology. We see that like more in and that's why I'm saying that it's actually a pity that if he was not like and um, talking about um, our about dad basically what he's I mean, he's interested first of all in following this plastic. So he's um, representing technology or the relationship of humans with technology more carefully. Actually, when he's talking about uh, Soviet uh, films, he's criticizing like Soviets for being really uncritical with technology. And he actually says they have to learn a lot about like Chaplin. Uh, uh, then as well, because he thought, and, and, and this is something that I, I developed in, in chapter four, is that he's comparing um, Chaplin in different texts with Kafka and with Brecht. And here's what I said, that he saw sort of like the possibility of recovering the allegorical mode in modernity, because he's trying to do like that with like these three different authors. Obviously we, we cannot have like the same sort of like an allegory that we have in the seventh century that he uh, analyzed in the Transpil uh, book. So wh- what we have is something like closer to the allegory that he um, he analyzed in Baudelaire. And in this case, what he interested and in, what he thinks, like Benjamin thinks that like film can do is to make legible the uh, perceptual and bodily fragmentation of the body in modernity. And this is something that we can see in these three authors, but actually he's talking about how, I mean, the film medium is much more like uh, prone um, to this to making enable like this uh, fragmentation because of montage, because of like the the, the, the great technology of film that it is in in for example in, in Kafka which is um, different and in um, and in in vector. actually. He's, he's talking about like the word gestures, like this concept, which was coined by Brecht, but actually Brecht um, based like this concept of chop. Okay. So he, he, he was actually saying that like the, the, I mean like the actor of the epic theater should be based on, on Chaplin. And what Benjamin is doing is trying to, uh, to understand in terms of uh, allegory, how like the films by Chaplin, are, like sort of like mixing sort of like universal sort of like topics about the human conditions with a very topicality that we could uh, find in the news. And they sort of like uh, come together in, 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 in his films. It's actually, I mean, these ideas were already like um, uh, discussed by other authors, but not like uh, bringing uh, them together. So this is like a part of like the idea that he has, but as well, he was like very interested in, in, in laughter um, and in the laughter that actually um, Chaplin is um, sort of like provoking in, in the audience. And through Chaplin as well Mickey Mouse, and uh, he uh, developed like this um, theory of reception in distraction. So for him, like laughter, Acted as sort of like cathar, cathar- um, cathartic, f- physiological sort of like movement that allowed, like the audience to integrate, incorporate technology much better, like to the body. So in a way, in this sort of like perception in distraction, so we are not, as he de- develops later in on some motifs in Baudelaire, we're not like sort of like creating a shield in order like to protect us from socks, but it's up because like this perception is in sort of like semi-alertness or semi-distraction. So we are able to sort of incorporate like the technology and the images of the film into our own body. And, 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 and that is why I think like Chaplin is central to his uh, writings and film, because probably, I mean, um, he's is like the, the most important like sort of like film figure of all those that he speaks uh, wi- um, about. And actually he appears from like the first text from uh, uh, written on film in 1927 uh, until like the, the, the last version of the work of art. Yes. So basically he's always all the time very much interested in, in Chaplin and he goes back to Chaplin every time he wants to make a point about like the historical function of, of film.
0: Yeah, fascinating, thanks for that. Um, I I love that you referred to those early fragments on laughter and on blushing and so on, right? That there's so much there about a kind of embodied experience that I think comes across really strongly in the the stuff on Chaplin as well. So that's an interesting red thread there from some of the earlier to some of the the later writings. And again, the the concept of an anthropological materialism seems to me to play quite a a central role. isn't, you, you, you mentioned also a minute ago Mickey Mouse, and in chapter five of your book, which treats uh, Benjamin's remarks on, on Disney and on Mickey Mouse in particular, uh, you make a connection between Mickey Mouse and another prominent reference point for Benjamin, uh, namely the, the polemical Austrian anti-journalist Karl Kraus, whom Benjamin um, also describes at one point approvingly as an unmensch. Um, and I wonder if you'd like to elaborate on the connections that Benjamin makes between these two seemingly improbable kind of bedfellows, Mickey Mouse and Karl Kraus, and what's uh, the point here with this figure of the Unmensch? Yeah.
2: So what we have to, I mean, to have in mind is that like the Mickey Mouse that uh, Benjamin is referring to is like the early Mickey Mouse, it was like really anarchic and um, violent, destructive, and that um, what is in uh, it, this is interesting to to analyze it and benjamin uh, wrote like the first like text on mickey mouse in 1931 the same year in which he wrote like the article on on Krause, Kraus and and the same year that he wrote uh, the destructive uh, character so we can see like many similarities in this and um, in this text and um, so um, so so what he's um, trying to, to do here, and, and actually we can even uh, see like some sort of ton of, ton of phrases between the Carl Krauss essay, the Mickey Mouse uh, note, and as well like then in Experience and Poverty in which Benjamin develops more um, like the figure of, 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 of Mickey Mouse. What he's trying to do in this like text is sort of like criticizing the centrality of the human figure and, um, um, individual subjectivity in uh, bourgeois humanism so what benjamin is doing is sort of a critique of humanism and actually he developed like this critique through like different figures and i think like um we can understand like the figure of mickey mouse for benjamin related like to two figures first of all like the positive barbarian actually benjamin introduced like mickey mouse experience some poverty together with uh, Paul, uh, Paul Klee, uh, Paul Servat, Adolf Loss and Bertolt Brecht as like um, these um, authors who were sort of like creating a tabula rasa with tradition. So sort of like breaking out with bourgeois conventions, starting from a tabula basa. And Benjamin introduced together with this artist, he's introducing like the, the figure of, of, of Mickey Mouse. First of all, because he's a synthetic figure. It's a cartoon and he's created from nothing. But as well, because he considered that actually he was already introducing technology into its own body. Even if we don't find, uh, we, uh, we cannot see much technology in, in Mickey Mouse, we can see that actually like the like the bodies of Mickey Mouse and, 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 and his friends, they move like machines. Actually, I mean, I have like, probably, I don't have like, but I have like some clips in which we can see that actually he's using like the body of other animals as like uh, musical instruments and other like pieces of, of technology. And, and, and this is related as well, like to the figure of the Unmensch. Unmensch uh, can be translated as something inhuman, but it has been translated as well as, as, as a monster. And for Benjamin, I mean, Benjamin actually understood like the Unmensch like the, the as the messenger of a more real humanism. With this, actually, he was, I mean, by new Maria humanism, he was sort of like criticizing like sort of like all humanism, this sort of bourgeois humanism. So what he was trying to do is not base like these figures on what we understand as like the complex coming from the Renaissance, like the liberal white uh, man, which is complete, but actually someone who is deprived of experience of tradition, who is, as he's saying, in another, like, um, in, in another part, he's, he's talking about, um, he's uh, saying in expansion Party, the naked man of the contemporary world who lies is screaming like a newborn babe in the dirty diapers of the present. And he's basing uh, Mickey Mouse on like these sort of like figures. And something which is important in the Unmensch, he's comparing negatively um, like the Unmensch with the average European. He says, the average European has not been able able to unite his life with technology. With this m- means that actually they manage And this relates to the figure of uh, Mickey Mouse. For Benjamin, he was like really important that he was able to introduce like technology into its own body. There are like, pro- problems with this, and, and this is where we have actually his discussion with Agarno about whether he should include uh, Mickey Mouse in here because he could be as well understood as someone who was um, sort of like defending masochism to some extent uh, because actually he's like really violent towards his own body and towards the body of other other animals so in that sense it is, um, it is as well a problematic.
0: Fantastic I mean it's funny I, I saw earlier in the list of attendees that Gilbert Carr is in the audience and of course Gilbert will be well placed to tell us all about how not impressed Calcas Karl Karl was with uh, with Benjamin's essay on him. Um, listen, I have one last question. I see Clement in the in the corner. If you if you permit me, um, and it's uh it's um it is a question about a uh, an author, a proto science fiction author uh, whom you mentioned already briefly by the name of Paul Shevart. Um, and about his 1913 asteroid novel, Les Abendio, which comes up repeatedly in your book and is a major point of reference, as you know, for for Benjamin's kind of nascent political project, but also apparently for his writings on film. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit more about, uh, share about, about Benjamin's interest in this author, about the place that uh, he uh, takes in your argument.
2: Yeah. Sholem actually uh, gave uh, Benjamin um, a copy of of Lesavendi as a wedding present uh, to Benjamin in 1917. Uh, and, and and then he became uh, really important, in mean Servat became like really important uh, for Benjamin like for many aspects, but first of all, because of his conception of, of, of technology and from technology as well, like to politics actually, um, as part of like his uh, major work on politics in which we only have now like critical violence, he was supposed to write a review of all sub But if we go back to actually uh, one of like his um, latest like um, text, uh, we have one which is called On Shervat. And, and there he's basically saying why he's so fond of Sherbert. And first of all, it's because of the use of technology that they do. And basically, when he's talking about Shervat, is, is basically uh, sort of like repeating his idea of first and second technology. So basically, he's saying like, uh, for most of like uh, humanity, they have understood always technology as like the mastery of nature. We have to understand that actually, if we don't use like technology as, as the master of of, of 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 nature, um, technology has a lot of, of things like to offer like um, to human beings and to liberate not only humans ability, but the whole of creation. Okay, so basically, technology. I mean, it, it was. Um, like, Servat was really important for Benjamin in, in a way of understanding, in, in a utopian way to some extent, but as well, like, political way um, technology. and technology. And, and as well, uh, Servat is really important in his critique of um, humanism. One of like, the critiques of humanism was like, this centrality of like, the human figure. And, and, and this resonates with many of like, the ideas we have now in post humanism and animal studies. So that's why he, I mean, he was so interested in Mickey Mouse, but as well on Sherbad, because he's creating, especially on on Les Lissabendia, he's creating like different, like, living beings. They don't have, like, human figure. And what is important is, is, first of all, like, these human uh, or living beings have no gender. Uh, they are born not by reproduction, but basically when they open nuts which appear in the asteroid. And... when they are like dying, they sort of like growing transparent, but actually they can be absorbed by a healthier and young, younger palatial. They are able, like, to, as well, like, to um, develop like technological approaches from their own bodies. And he's talking about like radio receivers, like magnifi- uh, magnifying glasses. So for him, it was like this idea of, of overcoming the individual or the individual human being. And Sherbert was like really, really important. And another like important book by Sherbert for Benjamin was and architecture, which is really like really, really fun. And I would recommend anyone to, to, to read as well.
0: Okay, well, Daniel, thank you. I, I sense from Clements that our time for, for discussion is, is, is up. There would have been so many more things to say about Soviet film, about the concept of play, about montage, about Marx. Uh, but I'm going uh, to have uh, to leave you all to figure that out for yourselves with Daniel's book to hand. Uh, and I'd like to ask you to join me in thanking Daniel for these very illuminating comments. So, virtual. Thanks around. a
1: lot. Thanks a lot, Daniel. Thanks a lot, Sebastian. Uh, this is really great and uh, this is really inspiring. Um, and from now on, you have the opportunity. To fire questions at me, please. Uh, you cannot. Sp- you cannot speak to me uh, or to us. Just use the chat function. You have a F. You have a Q uh, F and Q, uh, uh, Q. Sorry, Q and A button uh, at the bottom of your screen. You can uh, ask uh, questions, and I will read them, and uh, Daniel uh, will pick them up. But first, uh, I've uh, first question already. But actually, I'm curious personally. Um, this sounds, this sounds like a very decent uh, topic for a Germanist. It has so many German authors in it. German film, Walter Benjamin. Uh, how come you 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 came into this? I mean, you, you've done a, a very good job, obviously, uh, being a Hispanist and basically explaining uh, a very important uh, stretch of, of uh, German language culture to us. Uh, can you say a few words how uh, this uh,
2: occurred to you to do this? Um. My BA was in media studies, but more like focused on film studies. I did as well like a master in film studies. So as I said, I mean my background is in film studies. But then uh, when I, I moved like to the UK, I did um, another like master in cultural studies, and my thesis on um, which like this book is based on uh, was on cultural studies. So I I come more from like that um, sort of like background from that field uh, in which. Benjamin appears a lot. One of the things that, uh, why this occurred to me is because I mean, I, I studied as part of like media studies or female studies, the work of art essay, Benjamin. But I didn't feel that I actually understood it uh, when I was, I was taught that. So basically I wanted to know more and more and more. And, and I, I mean, when I it when I was in, in the UK, so I came back to understand it better. But I mean, there are like so many things in that in that essay. I mean, okay. there are so many things that you, I mean, um, you can understand that, uh, obviously I was interested in doing more research and as well, because I mean, I was always like, interested in a sort of like, more like Max's approach to the film. And in that sense, I think like Benjamin uh, offer like many interesting ideas.
1: Thank you, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, Daniel, would you mind, uh, I, I, I have two questions here. Would you mind holding your book uh, into the camera briefly? Okay, here it comes. And I guess this answers uh, two questions already. And there's another question. Uh, Could you talk about the interface of the screen? Um, This is a question I got very early.
2: Yeah, I think what is like um, really interesting is that Obviously, I mean Benjamin was uh, writing in the twenties and thirties about that. He was talking about like this sort of like collective um, um, spectatorship that we have, uh, we have like in, in cinemas at that time. So we can talk about and um, sort of like embodied spectatorship. So I think like his um, his writings are like really perceptive in in the way that we understand how sort of like um, interact with like the images. For him, it was like much more, much more corporeal. So his idea of having this tactish or um, sort of like tactile and sort of reception with technology that it was not only all uh, with the with screen image, which were not only with the eyes, but as well with the whole sensorium, with the whole senses, it is really important. And it is really important as well to understand now like how we react as well, like with um, digital images as well, how we understand, how we use screens in a different way. So actually, um, something that I think can be can be done, and I think I hope like this book is useful as well in order like to provoke um, sort of like interest in understanding Benjamin beyond what he already wrote about film. Is trying to understand how we can use like these ideas about. Um, yeah. at, 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 at. Um, tactile reception, more like haptic uh, re- re- reception in in film uh, to talk about how now we use like um, digital like screens and how, because I think like the idea of the collective re- reception is still like really important now that we consume maybe individually but on the screens and with, with social media like some, I mean like uh, films or series. Because even if we are not like all together, I think the idea of the collective through or in technology I think is like really important I think like many many things can be um, can be said about that and can be developed from that
1: well th- thanks a lot um, I have a practical question here, here um, and it says uh, Sebastian says I think Daniel mentioned there's a discount code for people attending today who might want to order the book. Could you like send a, a message to everybody with the discount code? Is this, can, can you do this or shall yeah. I do this? Yeah. Yeah, and the. Okay, uh, and then. I have three more questions. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin and film is very popular. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, this is really great. Now. Uh, your, your book uh, will go out of print because we are all going order it. Um, and I really wish you good luck with the book. Uh, it sounds so fascinating. I have three more questions. I was wondering if Daniel, uh, this is a Jacob, Jacob asking, I was wondering if Daniel could say something about the relationship between form or deformation of the film and intoxication. It is striking that the argument Benjamin makes about film are so close to the theoretical concerns in his writings about hashish. And this seems to separate him from the stupid bourgeois ideologie critique that sees realism in the dissolution of illusion in favor of a sort of intoxicated realism. Thoughts, question mark? Quite a complex question.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Jacob, like for the question. I'm actually like really happy that you um you made it and, and you came like to the to the talk. Actually, I mean, I think obviously there are, like many um, similarities of like many of like the, the ideas that um, Benjamin um, develops when he's talking about film and the idea of hachis. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I I, I actually I, I don't develop that in the book, and I don't know. I, I'm not sure that actually I can develop like very much this idea, but I think obviously like Benjamin was not at all interested in a sort, of like, a sort of like realism or he thought that actually, um, we could have like a sort of like normal perception in order to understand like the world as it is. Uh, so then, uh, so, so basically some of like the ideas he has about like uh, sort of like dream images are like quite um, close to the idea that he has on, on, on Hashis. So in a way, I think as well like this idea that I was talking um, about that how actually like we bring like the image to our own bodies, the sort of like different reception, which is not like that sort of like bourgeois reception or contemplation that he wants like to overcome. So in in this sense, I think we can find many similarities with the experience we have in one. And the other. and as well, I think that like many similarities as well with the reception and distraction that he has with that about like hatches. So I think you're going to find like many similarities in there.
1: Yes, uh, I've got more questions here. Really punctured with questions now, which shows me that we had a very uh, committed and engaged uh, audience. Um, the next one is, thank you, Dr. Morenza. In which way do you think Benjamin keeps contributing to new post-human theories?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think his most important contribution is like this idea of what type of technology we have to adapt into the body. And if we understand, for example, like transhumanism is like really uncritical with the type of technology that we saw because basically any sort of like technology would be like uh, positive. But obviously we know, and and Benjamin is quite, um, I mean, quite, uh, a good contribution as well, like to the Marxist conception of technology because he's against other like Engels and, 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 and other authors, he thinks that technology is not neutral, it's never neutral. And in this sense, I think what is like really interesting in, in Benjamin is what type of technology uh, we incorporate, how we think of technology, which is really important for like post as well, what type of creator we think of. So we can sort of overcome as well individuality, we can overcome as I said, like the like anthropo- anthropomorphism. So in that sense, like his writings some Mickey Mouse and Paul uh, Sherbert are really, really important. Uh, so I think it, it can contributes in many like different um, many different ways. So if, if you want to know more, obviously I think like I developed that in the chapter on Mickey Mouse, so I think like I developed.
1: I'm just saying we have a post human research group uh, in in college so if you're interested uh, then uh, google research or google within trinity you will find more Um, next question how does film connect laughter and other senses to our perception of nature through benjamin's perspective does this connect uh, does this connect uh, human psychology or or, well I can uh, obviously it's psychology in some way. The, does this connect to human psychology in some way?
2: Mm. I don't think it is at all related to um, psychology, actually. and Benjamin was trying to avoid like many sort of like this um, psychological studies. But he was understanding like laughter more like uh, physiologically so in terms of how it um, affects like the body. Feel like really important in 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 the reception in, in distraction, in the way he thinks that you can incorporate like technology and like the images on the film much better. Laughter is important as well in terms of reception. So when he's talking about first and second technology, he compares like first technology with the way that, for example, um, I mean like the the Nazis um understood like nature technology like very seriously. And for him, like Chaplin is like the opposite. And he's saying these years before, like the great dictator. So he's talking about like laughter in Chaplin and how he doesn't understand like so seriously. And, and in that way, he thinks that Chaplin understands technology much better than, for example, like the um, uh, many, like, um, many like Soviet directors. That's why he's uh, asking like, uh, I mean, Soviet cinema to learn uh from from Chaplin because he felt like this non serious sort of like, understanding of technology that we can see in the last is like really uh important and really uh good in, in order like to incorporate therapeutically sort of, like technology into our our own existence so it's more like physiological psychological in a way a
1: uh, few more questions uh Quiva uh, I'm just asking you know it's like uh, when, when a football game is very interesting and we're looking at, at the edge, what uh, you know, the UEFA representative says uh, about. Uh, can we go a few minutes over time, Quiva, or is this a big problem? Yeah, let's go a few minutes over okay, <laughs> perfect. A few minutes over. So <laughs> a few minutes over. On, 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 on the field saying plus five minutes uh, uh, because it's so exciting at the moment. Next question. Walter Benjamin witnessed firsthand the rise of Nazi Germany and with it, the new use of media for the purpose of propaganda, did this influence his attitude to the interaction of the individual with the collective body?
2: I mean, he um, he actually analyzed that because he was obviously um, uh, he was obviously aware of that, and he said actually in the rockefeller essay, he's talking about how it is actually easier. Um, to apprehend and to uh, display like these uh, masses of people in all these like Nazi rallies with the camera better than with the eye. So basically he knew that film could be used uh, for like propaganda and and for really dangerous propaganda. But obviously, I mean, there was like um, a very important distinction in the way that he thought that film can contribute like the collective to know better itself. And when he's talking, about like the collective sometimes means as well like the working class. And and this is where like his defense of Patel-Syb is like really important because he's talking about how you should basically sort of like represent like the collective, the collective emotion, the collective in the spaces in which they live. And This is completely different. And he says like this first before like the, uh, the race of Nazism, like the opposite happens in many Ufa productions. So like the, the main, like the, the major, like the, um, Uh, film company in in Germany. I think he was referring, and and I make the point in the book that he was referring uh, to Fritz Lang and especially like to Metropolis in Athens. We we can see like the same problem. So he was like talking, I mean, he was like creating like this sort of like, um, I mean like this collective, which was like creating like mass patterns uh, which were like really, uh, really dangerous for him. So basically for him, obviously like film could do that here like uh, uh differentiating between like the sort of like reproduction of representation that you can do about like the collective uh just can be like really different a- and here's why i'm saying that benjamin was not only interested in film as a medium but as well in film as a sort of like um, a-, 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 a representation Uh, film as representation, because there were like many important points that could be made in order like to represent and display like the the, the collective.
1: Okay, Uh, there's a related question here, Um, uh, saying Janka says uh, the relation between technology on the one hand and collective and individual bodies on the other hand has been mentioned. Uh, Benjamin differentiates second technology from first technology, could you elaborate on that distinction a bit?
2: Yeah. So be- basically, like Benjamin is first analyzing uh, like the individual and, and the collective body, probably in online, I mean, in some anthropological texts from the late uh, 10s and early 20s, especially on. Uh, physical uh, physical problem on the outline of the physical, uh, physical problem so there is like talking about like um, the difference between life and and, and he's talking about um uh, um life and, and actually when he's talking about uh life basically is sort of like the way we understand like the limitations of our own body basically through like this idea of, of life and like um, this uh, body as well he's sort of like understanding as well like through like that sort of body we can relate to other bodies, sort of individual bodies. And he's making like the point of how in technology we can create this sort of like a collective body. So basically for Benjamin, he was trying to sort of like to overcome the idea of like the individual body. For him actually, we are much more like connected that we can think, especially if we think from a perspective on, you know, bourgeois humanism. So he was trying to overcome that in no in, in ways and and what about like first and second technology first technology as i said before is like sort of like idea of understanding technology as a means to master nature okay and, yeah and second technology is a sort of non-instrumental way of understanding technology in which we can have uh, we can establish a relationship between human beings nature technology and even other objects so for him like the idea of the collective and uh, like the collective body should be formed in of second technology otherwise if it will be like formed within like this sort of like first technology what we could have at the end and, and probably like the example of our like using film as nazi propaganda would be a good case of like this idea of understanding technology only to exploit other people Perfect.
1: I think we, we should not stretch uh, the patience of our host uh, too long because there are, might be other things going on in the Trinity long room hub. If you have missed the talk or if you want to see it again uh, or somebody among your friends or colleagues has missed uh, the talk, uh, it has been recorded and it will be made uh, accessible through the Trinity long room hub Humanities research centers. Uh, website and also on our school's uh, Facebook page. If you want uh, to have a look, uh, this is very important. You got the, uh, the the promo code, the discount code. If you want to buy the book right now and have attended uh, this session, there are more exciting questions about Benjamin, Chaplin, Kafka, uh, Mimesis, Mimesis, and Adorno. Um, I'm afraid we cannot uh, touch them all, but uh, I guess uh, Daniel would be pleased uh, if, if, if this is really uh, kind of a question burning under your fingernails and, and you cannot sleep uh, tonight, then just drop uh, Dr. Morenza an email and I, I think he will be glad uh, to, uh, that he, he, got, he gets so much interest uh, for his book and he really, really deserves it. I, I'm, I'm really proud uh, uh, to have such a colleague uh, in our staff. And, you know, uh, I hope that our next research seminars will be as uh, exciting as this one. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thanks to everybody. Uh, and cordial thanks also to Quiver, who is like, if this is uh, Starship Enterprise, she will be Scottish, She's the, the, the silent ghost in the machine. Uh, actually who makes uh, these sessions possible. Uh, So um, a very thick and cordial uh, thank you to Dr. Quiva Whelan as well for doing this and uh, again to the presenters and the wonderful audience. Uh, Stay safe, uh, stay tuned. There will be more research seminars coming up and we will be glad uh, to have you over. Uh, for an hour or so Um, uh, the next one will be in two weeks time Um, go to our Facebook page to our school's Facebook page and uh, you will get the update and you can register through there again thank you and goodbye to all of you and um, yeah thanks for the wonderful show bye Thanks, bye. The, bye.
2: Right the Hub is a
1: community. Manuscript, book, and print cultures stamping provenance towards the history to of the Taimon Library.
2: As well as being heard. The Hub is a space
1: contemplating
0: Ireland through the communities created by coral and
1: The Hub is about impact.
0: The Hub is for everyone. The rise of Feminism. Here's to the next 10 years.